I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Box Set Pod Season 2. As usual, we want you to recommend us to somebody else, okay? Tell somebody who loves TV to listen to the Box Set Pod because the more the merrier we just want to meet people, talk to them. And the, the central question of this podcast, I suppose, is... Can you enjoy recommends? Can you enjoy somebody recommending to you different series? There's a bit of debate in here. There's a bit of uh, celebrity action. Do lots of interviews. But can I, can I, do you enjoy hearing recommendations for new stuff? Let us make sense of the box set world for you. So, this is episode one. Are we calling this episode one of season two? Uh, yeah, why not? I'm Howell, this is Jamie. Hi. From the north of England in the UK. Hi to Sophie Davis, who we've spoken to before. She has been watching Community. Ah, yes, we recommended Community to Sophie. What I like about this show in particular is that it's primary concern with the platonic dynamic amongst members of a mishmash group. For me, that is really refreshing. I've never been a real fan of major network sitcoms because of what I perceive as a complete lack of ingenuity and revolution around unoriginal themes. Then I came upon Community. So in the first three series, not only is it hilarious, it's incredibly creative and unique. You never know what to expect. In one episode, the plot will simply be that the main character, Jeff, gets back in touch with his old lawyer buddies. A few episodes later, contaminated meat turns everyone at a party into zombies with an appetite for flesh. And then skip a few more episodes and you get a story told entirely in clay animation. Is that right? Have you never watched this, Howell? No. I thought I I told you to watch it. No, I'm watching Suits. More about that later. Um, Is it? Wow, it sounds really good. It's really, really imaginative TV. Would I put this in my top three, asks Sophie. So the last series of the box set pod, we said, what are the top three box sets that you would take to in your spaceship to outer space? If you could only take three, what would you take? Email us your studio at theboxsetpod.com. Sophie says, would I put community in my top three? Probably never. The Ouch. show's appeal is its quick-paced surrealism. It smacks you out of left field time and again. Whatever Harmon brought to the table with wit or mania is missing in later episodes. Yeah, the show is becoming so too paced, too deep, too ordinary. Shifts gears into the silly scrubs type show when the fun of community was defiance of any convention. Mm. It had a style of its own, yeah. and it seems to be slipping away. Sophie, uh, very good point. No, she's right. She's absolutely right, because uh, Dan Harmon, the writer... Mm. left the show oh he was fired from the show because he got an he got a voicemail off let me finish sophie's Uh, uh, email uh, uh, uh. pairing this show with the documentary harmontown puts Mm. things into perspective yes i believe this is what he's saying and it was almost painful to watch he was fired for season four whilst being replaced on the show by runners of happy endings uh, which resulted in a mediocre season, re- reviled by many fans. It was a messy departure, particularly with spats between Harmon and Chevy Chase, who subsequently left the show. Being a fan of communities is like being in love with a tempestuous band. It isn't as good as it used to be. It got 
it's got unstable, rotating lineup, and it feels as if it's constantly on the verge of falling apart. But still, you buy the albums or watch season four because you can never give up, well, just in case it returns to form. That's an Thank amazing review. And she's so right. The analogy with the band kind of thing, the sort of tempestuous band, is really true. But I do want to say, say this to Sophie and other people who might have started watching Community, is season six mm. has just started. It's on Yahoo. Yahoo! Uh, and it's been... And Dan Harmon, the original writer, has Yahoo returned... Yahoo still exists. Uh, as a t- it does as, as a TV channel as well, mm. and, and the internet as well. Yeah, it does as, mm. as this now. And Dan Harmon, the original creator of the show, is back working on it. And from what I've seen, it looks like it's back to doing good stuff again. So that's good. That's good. Also, Jack has emailed us. Hi, guys. We're slightly behind with the listening because I didn't do the whole uh, watching Thrones and listening at the same time, so I had to jump forward. This is a few episodes ago. We did our own director's commentary of um, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. You don't have to know Game of Thrones. You don't have to watch Game of Thrones. You can just listen to it. But I did listen to it and got to the end and I found it very entertaining, so thank you. I'm at the start of Jonathan Ross pod now and I have to say I've watched Jericho like Fife Dangerfield. Oh, And right. I did enjoy it, but it must have been only me and Fife who did like it because it didn't get a third season, so maybe you're right about it being rubbish. Still, I haven't got any further with Quantum Leap, so I'll try and pick that up again soon. That's Jack, who has also emailed us in the past for recommendations. Right, well, we'll have to get uh, tell tell Fife that Jack's watched Jericho because yeah, that'll yeah. definitely boost his. Got to remember uh, that Tim Jones, uh, the composer of the soundtrack for my favorite box set, Chuck, um, was on the last box set. And he is going to write us a theme tune. Yeah, although you'll notice it's still my wonderful theme tune. He Please. does promise me that within a month or so he yeah. will write us. We'll get on his back. Say we can. Um, so uh, Game of Thrones. What did you think, Jamie? Uh, Game of Thrones. I think it's. I think it's just amazing. I think it's amazing TV. I think it's. It's just TV that you have to get. You just escape into this world. Yeah. How many episodes it you watched? You. I watched the first episode. <laughs> has there been more than one out? There has been illegally. I was trying to catch you out. Really? Yeah. There's like there was four released illegally, wasn't there? And they all How kicked did this, off. I didn't know. I didn't know. But I've been away on my honeymoon. Ah, uh, that's why you haven't. Um, I certainly haven't watched more than one because I've watched it properly. So how were they released so someone leaked Well, they them? don't know. It's sneaky, sneaky. You see, I've got, you know, it's hard not to think that 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 it's it's been in Game of Thrones' best interest to have it as the most downloaded show in the world. And this was leaked by somebody. And the the point, I read a really good article that said they've come out and they've said they're really angry about the release of this. Fair enough. HBO. Etc. Yeah, have come out really angry about how it's been leaked. However, there are other ways to protect the copies that they don't do. They don't do everything that they could to make sure that it really, yeah, that it. There's there's more stuff you can do on a on a, like a well, press I, release. Well, one. that's the problem, isn't it? Because the re, the re, that's interesting that the four episodes were leaked because yeah, because of the four episode rule, they've clearly listened to the box <laughs> exactly. But also because that they usually. Get, uh, TV shows usually get reviewed off the first four episodes. So mm. when you see like a review on a, a, a on a in a magazine or a newspaper, it's usually because you've only watched the first four. Yeah. So maybe that is it. It was it was, it was like the publicity release. It was seriously. Do you think they listened to the box set pod? 
No, I don't think they listen to the box fit pod. All right. Nobody does. Um, we could leak this all day and no one would notice. <laughs> this has been leaked. <laughs> Four episodes is the rule that we created in the first series. Maybe we'll uh, come up with a uh, different set of rules for the second season. In the first season, we went to Miami and found Dexter's apartment. We've interviewed lots of people. Go back and listen to them all. They're all timeless because we don't do spoilers. Um, Fife Dangerfield is a guy who sang She's Always a Woman to Me, as well as Billy Joel, and he's from the Guillemots. He joins us as a guinea pig on the box set pod uh, on alternate weeks. Luke Marsden, an ex-Big Brother contestant in Britain. Funny guy, but also he's really, really nerdy. Bit of a rain man when it comes to TV. He joins us. So maybe we'll try them two in a minute. Yeah. But also I've been sent an email by JB, who wants to join us. He's a friend of a friend, and he wants to join us to talk about a... Um, a, a box set. Okay? I do want to make this clear. If you want to talk about a box set on the box set pod, that is absolutely fine. You could just email us and say, I want to talk about this. I love this show. And we'll get you we on. We are fine with that. Exactly. Didn't you have an email from a girl the very first week that we did this, Jamie, saying she wanted to be on? I have no idea. You remember? Um, American girl? Oh, God, yeah. What happened to her? Mm, yeah. 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 yeah, how's guest booking right. going? Well, I'm guessing things aren't... You can't up. even get the person who rings up with their phone number on, Jamie. Lots of ups and downs. Please welcome to the box set pod, somebody from the Egg Chasers podcast. It's JB. Hello, JB. Hi, guys. How are you? Very good. Oh, thanks. Very good. So, JB, um, but one of the hosts of hugely successful rugby podcast, Egg Chasers, it really is... Uh, Hugely successful because you do one on sport, don't you? Instead of like the random world of television. Well, we do one on sport, but not sport as people traditionally know it. We've more deal in reckless speculation and innuendo. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Reckless speculation, and innuendo, and despite despite this man uh, being so drastically as untalented as he clearly is, they have got huge, <laughs> huge download numbers. Would you say that doing a sports podcast is just, you know, any old Muppet can do that? Um, no offence to the Muppets. Oh, it is a licence to write, to write your own ticket. <laughs> well, you JB, you got in touch because you haven't heard us mention one particular uh, box set and you love it. Oh, uh, I hope we're talking about suits. 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 So you emailed me um, just before last weekend, right, saying, please let me come on and talk about suits, right? I then started watching suits because I thought, oh, I want to be educated. JB, I am now in the middle of series two of suits. No, you're not. I am. I that never happened. I can't stop watching it. It's amazing. Right. Allow me to... Are you joking? I'm not even joking. JB, so it's on Netflix. Just explain the premise to anybody who hasn't. What is Suits about other than Suits? Uh, it's kind of uh, it's kind of a fantasy tale told from the point of view of someone who's never worn a suit, expecting what people who do wear suits do do on a regular basis, I think. Yeah. Um, right. And the plot is that one guy, um, a super intelligent kid who didn't go to Harvard University, finds himself accidentally in an interview for Harvard University, and yet he's a pothead, he is uh, up to no good, um, and he takes people's law exams for them because he is so smart that he has actually passed the bar exam himself. Oh, um, I mean, naturally. So he's like, it's like a fish-out-of-water thing, although this particular fish is incredibly talented at the water that we're talking about. But in that world, if you're not from Harvard, you wouldn't be welcome in this business that he finds I, himself working for. 
Well, I, I just love the way it's must, masterfully crafted, personally. I mean, mm. uh, if anyone's seen the first episode, that should be enough to get you hooked. Not for the reasons that you think, but um, I don't know if you saw the bits where they're chatting to the woman, um, the, the woman in the park. Now, mm. this is my particular favourite scene. And she describes how she took her, she took her young son to play baseball. She heard the devastating news that her partner had died tragically, and I think it was a crash. And then she says the, the immortal words of, "And then it got really bad." Yeah, I thought this this is this this is wonderful. This is absolutely wonderful. Is and amazing. also the premise, right, <laughs> that you could replace six years of Harvard Law School and Grad School. We're in a simple flight over to go just the Harvard Open Day. Yeah, this guy gleans a lot of his a lot of his blagging abilities taken from going to the Harvard Open Day. I feel with the UJB like you've you've got some sort of like uh, thing for Harvard, or do you do you have a bit of a uh, JB is an uber right wing conservative <laughs> person so I'm watching this and I'm thinking no wonder JB enjoys this because for him it's like oh my gosh um, a commoner has been allowed in the rugby club and it turns out he's bloody good at rugger well no this is the thing right it's like it's like a marginally talented athlete coming down to my rugby club um, and then instead of giving him a full on rugby education lasting six years we simply send, send him to the AJ Bell Stadium to let him watch a game. And then after that, he's a starting 15. They, that, that, is, that, is, that is the equivalent. That's so the, to you, equivalent. is it like a total fantasy? It's not at all... But the thing is, JB, you're, you are the um, privately educated superhuman. And so I think that you probably find... You imagine that you're the Harvey character. Now, Harvey is the guy who already works at the company, takes him under his wing. And it, these two men together then... It's kind of like a uh, Harvey well, well, is a hard nut lawyer who is only interested in himself. He's out for himself. The other one cares more about humans. And JB, I'm sat there watching it. I'm thinking, <laughs> JB loves this because essentially this program is saying the best way you care for others is by caring about yourself first. Well, I mean, no doubt Harvey has some Thatcherite pr- pr- principles deep inside him. <laughs> However... <laughs> um, the the opening scene, scene scene with Harvey got 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 me bought in completely. When um, who was the boss? Um, what's the boss called? Um, uh, Je- Je- Jessica. Jessica. No, don't give away uh, too much. We don't do spoilers on this podcast, JB. Oh uh, well, we can talk about the first episode, right? Go on, go on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the idea that he's known as the best closer in the business. Yes. I thought, yeah. right. That, I, I'm in. I'm in a hundred percent. And yeah, I can, I can kind of identify with Harvey. I, um, Harvey, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the, the, I, I, I'm going to step in here, JB, and I'm going to step on your toes a bit because I watched the first maybe two episodes and uh, maybe three even. I'm not sure about, but I did get a bit bored, and I will tell you why right now. Why? I found it a little bit like a bit too formulaic in that. Oh, he was the you got the, the smooth talking boss, yeah, and you've got yeah. the the young whippersnapper with the heart of gold. And uh, but he's also good looking as well, which you know. Yeah. And uh, and I just felt like I knew I knew where the plot was going to go every week. It was going to be yeah, insane. I think so. Well, I mean, you can tell where the plot's going to go to start with because the whole series is basically a bunch of tick boxes. Now I, I know I'm going to get in get get in trouble saying this, but for instance, the, the whole cast all all all, all under thirty. It's a 
surprisingly diversified crowd, considering that they all came from came from Harvard, including <laughs> including the boss. Yes, the boss is black. Can you believe yeah, that, the JB? Woman who is under forty, by the looks of things, it just doesn't really stack up. Unless, of course, it was put together by you know. I, I suppose the media circles which even with help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. I mean, oh, it's, liberal it's, media. It's just like, I mean, Katie Hopkins on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that what JB's necessarily <laughs> saying that it's wrong to employ black people. <laughs> I, think he, I think he's... <laughs> I think he's just saying like, he, doesn't, he doesn't like them It's very like watching much. a freak show for you, this, isn't it, JB? <laughs> All right, I was flabbergasted to start with. <laughs> the room was spinning. <laughs> um, because, yeah, your point is fair, that yes, okay, it's as something that's claiming to be the hard world of Harvard business, actually there's probably a lot more diversity than, uh, than, than there actually is. It's probably more like how it should be. And I think that's probably true, though, of any drama, TV drama about hospitals, or whatever, it's always a bit more. I mean, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with like when I said it's formulaic. It's nothing. I quite sometimes I like shows that have a bit of a formula. Well, that's what I was going to say to you, Jamie. Because I, I, I have no issue with well, the, them on the, the Chuck on the debate. Whole. We've been talking about this a lot recently about the disposable shows. But I'm telling you, Jamie, this I can't. This so is you disposable. like you like Suits, Howell. I cannot stop watching it. I love it. Really? I is, it, is it like it. a guilty pleasure? Is it kind of like you can't stop mm. eating chocolate? You know it's bad for you, but you have to keep going. You know yeah, what? Yeah. I don't think this is bad for me though i think oh, it's, it is it's uh, back to your soul no no it's not it's <laughs> not what it's done to jb <laughs> uh no jb's worried because it's softening him up that's what he's worried about um it's 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 um i think that i think there's more to it than the formula yes it's formulaic yes there's a lesson that's kind of learned in every episode but the co- comedy acting particularly in it from the character from the guy who plays um uh lewis lewis is that his name no idea. Uh, I, I know the, the rich guy and the poor guy. No, Lewis, the other guy, the the, the partner in the business. Oh yeah, uh, the bad guy. He's hilarious. I mean, it's one of the funniest comic performances I've seen in a box set. He is brilliant. I would kill to get him on this podcast well, instead of JB. Why I think Suits works. I think it works because it basically is a reflection on how some people think society should be, which is scrap all this education. Scrap all this hard work and endeavour and exams. All you need is to be a bit of a chancer and potentially have a little bit of talent. And you can just replicate all this hard work without ever having to lift a finger. And is, I that, think and is that why you enjoy it? Charm. Well, I mean, as a chancer, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I agree with you to some degree. I feel like you're making a wider comment on society that I fundamentally don't agree with. But it is wish fulfilment. It is it's the idea that any of us would love to think that given the opportunity that people who say went to private school uh, um, are educated in, in the skills well, we don't of know. Ro- well, no, rugby. We just um, know that he got a scholarship, I think. No, well, I'm, I'm saying, yeah, he did get a scholarship, but no, I'm saying the wish fulfilment for the average person watching is that most oh, exactly. people, as they grow older, most people realise that they can't be everything that they want to be. I mean, and so I we like the idea of being a, able to walk problem, into a building the, and just be able to be Superman. But isn't it a bigger problem that the that the other guy, the poor fella, if he's that talented, should he really be in a suit? Should he not be out there, you know, curing cancer and solving, you know, inflationary currency problems and things for the wider good rather than running 
I don't know, litigation cases. You draw a comparison between curing cancer and curing inflationary um, (laughs) economic problems. problems, That kind of thing. (laughs) Shouldn't he be in Greece right now sorting out the the economy? But instead he's drinking martinis. (laughs) It strikes me as a tremendous waste of talent and resources. Yeah, yeah, well... Yeah, there's a bit of, like... I think you're right, though. I think there is a part of it watching it, when I watched it, the the idea of the blagger, the, the guy who's just got the talk and he's got the inner... You know, he's got the street smarts that these people from Harvard haven't got. That's why he gets the job, isn't it, really? The street smarts, I love it. I don't I think that it. is why he got the job. He got the job because he knows stuff. Like, he's incredibly... Well, he's clever Super as well, yeah. smart he's, on he's, detail. He's like a photographic memory or something, doesn't he? How far yeah, through it are you, JB? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to um, tell a little truth now. I'm all of halfway through episode two. Um, <laughs> what? Okay, hold on a minute! You're the what? You came on here to champion the show suits, and you haven't even. I came in because I thought this is the most incredible premise. And I think after I saw the first two, I, I pretty much got it. Suits expert JB, <laughs> JB, I'm halfway through series two. I was <laughs> trying to catch up to you. Oh, no, God, no. <laughs> right, well, as the authority on suits in the room, let me say no, this. I, I think you missed the point completely. Um, so <laughs> my my dad came over to see me, and we went for a nice walk in the sunshine, right? And we were debating different countries in the world, and, and as usual, my dad and I get in, a, in an argument about America. His basic belief is that America is an unbelievably brutal country because countries should be, should be um, judged on how well they treat the worse off. Now, yeah. on that basis, I, while we were having this conversation, I was thinking about suits loads in my head because I was like, wow, this is quite, quite um How did you, how interesting. Did you put those two together? <laughs> I, I, okay. <laughs> because, it's, because there's a kind of big thing about it's American society, it's meritocracy, it's somebody who's serving themselves and not really caring about the person at the other end as you long know, as I, they're I their could, client. I could, I could appreciate this. Let me finish my point first. Have... Let me finish my story first. And my dad, and at the end of it, um, I almost said, oh, Dad, you should watch this Suits. At the end of the conversation, no. my dad said, have you watched Suits? Oh, uh, what? He goes, I'm, I'm on the... I'm a, it, my dad's up to date. He's at the end of the third series. Wow. And no. he's absolutely hooked on it. Absolutely See, hooked. It's I brilliant. I understand, right, if you were basing social comment, commentary and that kind of discussion after watching Schindler's List and you have a real deep <laughs> think about, you know, how society treats each other. That's a hint. <laughs> <laughs> I can't reconcile those two comments, Wait, I'm afraid. Do, do there yeah, any t- yeah. What TV shows do you like that if you don't watch Suits but you do want to talk about it? <laughs> well, <laughs> in terms of box sets, uh, there is another box set, uh, regarding a solicitor, which I absolutely love. And that is, of course, Be- Be- uh, uh, Better Call Saul. I absolutely love oh, that. Oh, it's been super. We I've, need to talk I've, about it. Yeah, we haven't we, talked we about to, it we enough. Need to, we need to do a big chat about it. Because I've just watched it. Have you watched the entire series, the first series? I think I have. And I say I think I have, because the last episode, and I can give the episode name, right? Marco. Is that the last of the series? Yes. Because um, it doesn't feel like the end of it. It doesn't feel like the end of the series. So I'm expecting some more, but who knows? I feel um, like the, uh, no, the last, no, it's carrying on, isn't it? The, no, the, I feel like I've watched the last one of this. Uh, 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 maybe I haven't. Though you might be right. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, but um, no, it's been brilliant though. Like I watch Better Call Saul, and if you watch any other TV show, I find around it, before or after it, doesn't feel near. It feels so superior to those shows and its terms of its writing and the the, the characters. I, I even love, like, what I love most about Better... Because did you, did you love Breaking Bad, JB? Yeah, I did. 
I love Mike's story as well. Like, I'm really fascinated by Mike's story. Mm, and I think yeah. that's really an interesting journey as well as seeing like him become uh, so yeah, and good. You, and you feel there's an... You feel there's some real talent with the way they're put it together because I suppose when they wrote Breaking Bad, they've got a bunch of characters and it doesn't really matter the backstory. So mm. they almost have to reverse engineer everything to fit in and it works <laughs> really nicely. And I think the thing you like most about Better Call Saul is actually quite a sweet script. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It's quite nice. It's, it's, yeah, I know what you mean. Do you know, what it, do you know what I've realised one of the secrets of Better Call Saul is? Mike, from my theatre days, is that it's almost that there are there are um, four or five monologues in every episode. You actually yeah. get like a scene, like it might be somebody sat in a waiting room. So you get it's like a, th- a theatre play. It's like you get um, a, a scene in a waiting room, for example, or something. Uh, you get this one premise, and then you stay in that room for sometimes ten, fifteen minutes while they do a speech. And a good example would be the bingo scene where he does his big oh, speech. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but, oh yeah. But there's there's a lot of people talking on their own, telling stories. Mike's whole backstory. There was a lot of that in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's um, it's like a different approach to drama. You couldn't get more different from Suits, which is very West Wing. <laughs> you know. Well, it's not West Wing. It's definitely not Wesley. The pace of it is. to anything with any intellectual clout whatsoever. So we, we have to reject that premise immediately. As a right-wing nut job, um, do you... How come you're such a big fan of West Wing, which is a super liberal, um, lefty thing? Well, it's interesting to see how the other side thinks. I mean, what, <laughs> what West Wing effectively is, is, is it's a love letter to, to the Clinton administration. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. it is, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and, and it's also very well written. It goes off the boil a little bit. And I tell you what, if you really want to see um, uh, liberal bias gone crazy, try watching uh, Newsroom. I've oh, tried it. Oh, I absolutely, no, you're absolutely it's right. Bad TV. The Newsroom is just bad, yeah. It's I just... mean, Newsroom, I mean, you can. I could write the episodes, I could pretty much write the episodes myself. I mean, episode one would be rape culture. Um, episode two would be uh, patriarchal misogyny. Episode three, and it just goes on and on all the, and on. All the it's things like you're lecture. such a fan of, <laughs> dealt with one after the other. Yeah, exactly. It is like a lecture on morality. Yeah, yeah, no, that yeah. does that absolutely stinks. Well, that's the wish. Well. That's a different kind of wish fulfillment, isn't it? This is wish fulfillment. Suits is wish fulfillment that we're used to, which is one character achieves their wish fulfillment. Newsroom is the wish I mean, fulfillment I, of Aaron Sorkin. Say, in fairness to Newsroom, yeah. though, I've heard it does get like yeah, I have. second series, third and, series and the third are, are better than mm. the first, and I've only seen the first, so... Yeah. Well, you know, as Newsroom is lecturing on morality and misogyny and how I'm a, I'm a scumbag, patriarchal, cisgender male, the only real reason that I watched it was for Olivia Munn. So it's actually very self-defeating. Which one's Olivia, Olivia Munn? Olivia Munn, she's the... Yeah. What? <laughs> Which one's Olivia Munn? She's the crazy? hot one, basically. Oh, she's the hot one. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the one with the, again, in the same... She's basically the same kind of casting as the boss of the Suits Law Firm. She is a uh, she American Chinese background Harvard graduate with a hundred and forty five IQ and happens to have six masters in economics. She could be earning two hundred and fifty thousand K a day, but instead she earns a modest wage reading the news. Because that you know, that that's that's how I that's how I like, yeah, yeah, she's like a modern day Moira Stewart. Yeah, I know the one you're what, talking about. Uh, now. Moira J- Stewart will be delighted by that. Yeah, she will, <laughs> do you? JB, uh, so are you going to carry on watching Suits, or is that it then? Is it... I might. Depends. Depends. <laughs> I can't believe this! Maybe, maybe. Look, I've got a real good friend of mine who loves Suits, and it's worth watching Suits 
just a one round, one round on the beers. I can ask him about soup and then openly rid- and then openly ridicule him. Let so me say this will. to you both, right? Um, Suits is brilliant. Stick with it. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's just brilliant. It's in my spaceship. It's going. It's in my spaceship. Honestly, it's brilliant. Well, okay. You're going to take three with you and you're taking suits. I'm taking I suits. I can't it. wait to get home to watch it. I will leave you this glare, this glaring problem with, with suits. Yeah. And most of all, when I watch it, I want a little bit of reality. It's going to be fantasy. Um, you've got to kind of, it's got to be at least a bit, bit, bit realistic. Mm. But what kind of law firm now just holds loads of books? And, in, in, you know, in the age of internet and iPad, in the first episode, they've got to go and research sexual harassment cases as if this has never happened ever before in the history of law. And it's those little things, those little factual inaccuracies, bearing in mind that I work in a law practice, um, that just drive me crazy. Yeah. So, so they don't have a library in your law practice? That. No, why would we? We've got the internet. Perhaps that's not why. That's pro- perhaps that's why you're not the mo- the high- best law firm in New York City, JB. Best, best closer in the business, you mean? Best closer in the business. <laughs> best closer right. in the business. Uh, well, well, JB. Exactly right. um, well, the next time you want to come on and slag a TV show on, let us know, okay? But make sure. Yeah, you, make do you want sure me to watch it first? <laughs> yeah, it, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, please do watch it. Yeah, <laughs> it's been great. Well, Thank you. That was ba- for, this is basically just an invasion from the uh, Egg Chasers podcast, isn't it? Yeah, that's what this was. Yeah, can we, we come can on and talk about rugby, even though we don't watch any? <laughs> <laughs> well, you love rugby. Um, uh, look, guys, um, send me um, the link to this podcast. We'll get it tweeted out. And, uh, <laughs> get some uh, listeners. Bless you. Thank you. Thanks, sir. JB. Pleasure, guys. See you. Bye. Bye, you too. Bye. Well, there you go. Oh, my Thought word. he was an expert. Well, he was entertaining. That's all he needed to be. <laughs> Certainly was. Well, now we've done that, do you want to try Luke Marsden? Yeah. Hello. Good morning, Hello. Luke Marsden. Where is he? Sounds like he's underwater, possibly in the bath. Is he naked? We can't hear Luke, you. Luke, turn your phone up or something. Yeah. That's my... better. What were you up to? My mobile is, is broke, um, so you're currently on load speaker. That's the only way it works. Oh, oh dear. Wow. How did you break it? Did so you were uh... swearing to a minimum. Oh, why are you with your parents? No, no, no. Where are you? Uh, in the back garden. In the back. Are there, are there other neighbours out? Yes. Are there? Oh, did a little trump so, there. Hey, Luke wants you to deal with your hedge. You're going to trim um, that hedge next door. Can I just say, Jamie, congratulations. What's it like to be married? It's um, it's not not that different. Miserable, I can imagine. <laughs> Come on, it's, it's a good life. It's, it's not bad. It's, uh... Shouldn't you still be on your honeymoon, though? This is a bit Tell like me a about week, it. Not. It's, not, it's not been nearly been long to Barbados enough. for a week. What's Absolutely. he playing at? No, it's a joke, isn't it? It's an absolute bloody joke. It <laughs> takes a week to get there, does it not? Yeah, it took us eight hours. I'm still jet-lagged. Still, I, we, I slept about we an hour worked last it out, night. Right? We worked it out so that I would do a week of radio shows on my own, an unprecedented hard-working event, just so that Jamie could allow himself two weeks off for a honeymoon. And he went to Barbados for a week! Oh, I know. Yeah, I, that's, I, that's not great. Listen, it was quite an expensive. It's not cheap to go to Barbados. It's not cheap to go there, but it's quite cheap when you're there, so you go for as long as you can. Yeah. You could have had a month in Blackpool. Yeah, that's another good point. That's true. So, Luke, what's uh, what have you been watching on TV? Have you watched Suits? 
Uh, I've watched Suits. No, oh, this is the podcast. I just thought you were phoning me up for a chat. No, Come no, we're, when, the, when have we ever done that? When has yeah, that situation know, but, ever occurred? Yeah, but I kind of thought you'd phone me up. Oh, Luke, how's, how's unemployment going? I'll be like, oh, yeah, epic, thanks. Oh, yeah, how's unemployment going? Great, epic, thanks. Great. Okay, right, what about Moving TV on. shows? TV. Uh, yes, no, so I haven't um, been watching Suits. What I have finished is Better Call Saul on Netflix. I still ah, enjoyed the first Answer season. us the question. Has it finished now? Is that it? It has finished yeah. on Netflix. It's done the air filming uh, the second season this summer. Okay. So that's ended. Uh, how, how did you rate it, Luke? Um, you know what, actually? I really enjoyed it. I think the ending was, they could have done a lot more. It was kind of like it just kind of flopped out, but I get it. Yeah, no, I know what you mean about that. Yeah, I think that's a fair point, actually. I think it does uh, end kind of, li- that's why it kind of leaves you thinking there's another episode coming almost. Mm. Um, but there's a lot of new shows out uh, or coming out. Sorry, one more question. Have they have they suggested how long they'll do it for? Uh, they've not suggested how long they'll do it for, no. But, I mean, maybe similar to Breaking Bad, they'll keep Five. going until he's had enough. Five series, I reckon. Maybe they will keep going until he's had enough, but I was thinking they need to at some point reach, because it's a flashback, the whole thing, they need to reach reality. Breaking and... Bad, yeah, that's a good point. There's only so much you can do in a flashback. Like. But then perhaps they'll then flash I think, forward. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll go, because they did start the whole series with him in the present day, Looking, yeah, like in, yeah. in, like, in hiding. Yeah. Uh, in a Cinnabon uh, shop, so maybe that's where he'll they'll take the story from in the in the last series or middle of it or something. But uh, other shows that are back, Luke. What, have you been watching Game of Thrones has returned? Oh yes. No, but you see, well, okay. I'm one of these people that doesn't understand the Game of Thrones hype. Like I just have you watched it? Yeah, let me ask you that. Listen, before you say you've not understood it, have you actually tried it? I've seen three episodes, and apparently I broke one of the fundamental rules of the box set by not sticking to a fourth episode. Mm-hmm. If I'd stuck to the fourth episode of season one particularly, I would have enjoyed it. But my issue is I watched it with my friend, and we sat there and thought we're watching porn together. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I, Maybe you should start yeah. it again with your girlfriend now. Yeah. Mm, possibly. I'd, uh, she's not into that sort of fantasy stuff. I tried that once, and it was a no-go. No, not porn, Luke. Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, maybe I'll give it another go. Yeah, give it a go. There's, so much, there's so much other TV that, that is out at the moment that I'm watching that I just can't commit to another series. Uh, I, I do. What are you watching then? Like, for example, um, I'm continuing on with uh, The Good Wife on Morpho. I've just started, actually. It's on ITV Encore. I know, it is a channel yeah. in the UK. And it's called um, Grace Point. Now, it's um, basically the US oh. version of Broadchurch. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, this got cancelled, though. It didn't do well. Grace Point didn't do do well in America at all, did it? I can see why. I, I mean, I can, I can absolutely see. If I was American, and bring my Americans have no patience, so I'd be thinking, why isn't anything happening in these episodes? But it does have David, David Tennant in, yeah, yeah. He's doing a really awful American accent in it. And oh, no. Interestingly, his co-star is the woman from Breaking Bad. Yeah, Skylar. Yeah, Skyler, that's what I was looking He's for. He's doing yeah. an American accent. Because it's set in America, yeah. Oh, Jesus. I don't know what? why they remade it, because they actually show Broadchurch, the original TV show, and the second series in America, but they remade it with David Tennant playing the same character, but with an American accent. Yeah, somehow they thought that was going to work. I don't know how they thought that was ever going to work. Interestingly, they've, um, as well, ITV Encore over here has built it up in the trailers as the US remake of Broadchurch with a brand new ending. <laughs> God! Jesus. Oh, dear I mean, me. Come off. Listen, it. spend your time on Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones came back. The first one was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. 
You know what I am enjoying, though? The demise of Mad Men. I mean, we're, we're only a few episodes, maybe five, if that, away from the last ever episode well, of Mad Men. It's not started again, has it? Yeah. Of course it has. It's what? Been you didn't weeks. know? I've missed it. You started I our know. Mad Men. It's back. Oh, Holy cow. Because you got yourself a fan of Mad Men. You don't even know that. Well, I've been away. Oh, my God. You know God. what? The, the, I've watched the first one, uh, first episode, and my immediate thought was, oh, it's not even the first episode, it's like the midpoint of the last season, isn't it? Mm. And my, yeah. my immediate thought was, I have no idea how this show is ever going to end. I have no idea, but I've got a bad feeling I'm going to come away unsatisfied. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what, Jamie? My immediate thought was, I'm glad this show's ending because, again, nothing's happening in any of these episodes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm enjoying, I am enjoying Roger with a big white moustache, though. Oh, uh, well, you've yeah. spoiled that for me. Well, yeah, there's that too. You know what? I kind of see where you're going from, Luke, because like, I don't feel like this series has been... Uh, even the the first half of this of this last series, I don't know. I'm not sure. Heathens! I love, the, I love Mad Men, but... Wrong! I've, I've genuinely... Get out! I'm worried about it. There's only it. four of us viewers left, and we are going to stick with it because it's bloody brilliant. It's the best thing I'm, ever I'm made. I'm sticking with it, and I'm going to go and see it. And you're going to see it to the end as well, aren't you, Luke? Oh, absolutely. But if he doesn't form himself off a roof, I'll be greatly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, thank you for talking to us. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Should we try Fife as well? Well, we're at it. Whoa. I suppose it is the beginning of our new season of the box set, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. So. Get the whole... Exactly. Don't board. forget, email us on any of the things we've discussed so far. Studio at theboxsetpod.com. That's studio at theboxsetpod.com. The website, theboxsetpod.com. For goodness sake, we'd like to hear from you. All right. Hello. It is a five. Uh, I'm not here. I got to leave message. I, he calls you if he wants to call you. It's a leave message. Please leave your message on the phone. That's five Okay. That's the kind of people we work with. Hi, Fife. Hi, it's Holland, Jamie. Uh, it's all right. We'll make do with Luke. First week back of season two of the Box Set Pod. Bye. All right. Well, that's that. So, um, Don, thank you. We will see you next week, where hopefully we've got someone on from Pitch Perfect. Um, I'm also working on a Muppet and various other things. Jamie, how's the guest booking going? Working on it. Great Trying stuff. to get Andrew Sachs. Oh, my God. Stop it. Look who I get. Andrew Sachs. I get location managers and things like that. Interesting people from behind the scenes. I want the big guns. I stop want... Stop it. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll, go, I'll look for a, a gaffer. Studio at theboxsetpod.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.